Ben Townley, recent uh, addition to the Blue Crew, uh, Yamaha NZ Ambassador. Um, good to see you over here on the... Yeah, it's good to be here. Yeah, really good. I've, I got subbed into this, which is... Uh, Josh was meant to be here and there, there was um, a bit of conflict with another event for Yamaha in New Zealand. So he asked me to come over and and fill in. Yeah, it's not a bad gig, hey? No, <laughs> Up to a day like today. It's a good time. <laughs> track's good. Yeah, track's primo. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, you've been sort of with Yamaha not too long. Um, seven months now. Seven months, yeah. yeah. So talk a little bit about what you've got going on with, with Josh over there in NZ and, and yeah. sort of changing over to the Blue Crew. Yeah, it was a... It was a I guess a big uh, change, um, like a big holistic change I guess you call it because my boys are getting right into their racing and then I've got my business which is going to grow into the adventure market and with Yamaha getting the Tenerife that was on the cards and then uh, and then I still love riding and racing myself so yeah it was a big yeah, holistic sort of decision and uh, Josh I think the biggest thing for me that you know, he's, I wouldn't say sold to me, but um, yeah, for lack of a better word, sold to me was that, you know, it's going to be a really long-term, uh, family-orientated type of a program. The big thing, I think, how it initiated was my you know, older boy's on a 65 and he's starting to come through the ranks in New Zealand and Yamaha obviously had that new bike and about October last year he's, he was sort of witnessed him for the first time riding and you know felt like Yamaha wasn't making the inroads into the 65 market like they probably could or should and that's where it started and yeah and that's been really successful because uh, Levi's my son crossed over onto that bike and then there's three or four riders now at the at the point end of the field they're doing really well and then just as a whole it's given confidence to the market you know with having me back in that bike and, and it's a brilliant bike and, and that's been proved by Levi riding it and then the idea is to then for me to carry that on through the 85 and Levi's about to get onto that um, small 85 now and you know there hasn't been a lot of um, you know sales and, and I guess confidence in those smaller Yamaha bikes and we're you know, starting to really show people that they're, they're competitive and uh, I think probably the, the biggest thing is that you know, KTM and Husqvarna sort of dominated that, dominated that area now for a while and, and Yamaha is really keen to compete with that and um, yeah we're getting stuck into that for sure. 65 sales over here in Australia have been pretty big I mm. think. Um, yeah, so Levi, uh, he was at Coolum for the Yamaha 65 Cup of the uh, MX Nationals. Yeah. Say so the apple doesn't fall too, fall too far from the tree on that one. He looks, uh, he won from what I could, yeah, he won both motos from what I can remember. Yeah, 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 it's a interesting one that a lot of people have been like, you know, stoked that he won and whatnot, but I don't think there was the highest calibre of, with no disrespect to the riders there, um, you know, Levi's the New Zealand 65 champion, but I don't think the the best of the cream of the crop for Aussie weren't there, you know. So Probably, I think yeah. it's a little bit misled leading the result. And I personally was really coming not for the result, but, you know, thinking further down the track that if he was to pursue his racing as a professional, he needs to start getting some international experience over the next coming five years type of thing. And, the opportunity, I mean this was one of the, the factors to go to Yamaha, things like this, you know, because it makes the transition to coming over here so much easier and 
and and cost effective I guess you know part of it and uh, so here we came over for obviously Appen and didn't work and then came back for Coolham and I was really intrigued to see mentally how he would you know cope with it and and, and it definitely uh, showed you know some some a gaping hole there I believe um, just in the way in which he wasn't able to ride his normal standard okay and um, it's definitely I think uh, as a whole, that's a New Zealand issue currently, and we need to being isolated, so to speak. And oh, I don't know what it is, mate. It's it's something about it's like this this wow factor of going, you know, to Aussie or wherever it may be. Uh, these riders are forgetting that they're still strapping on the same boots, and you're still in a in a muddy, dirty old paddock usually, and there's not a lot different you've only the only difference that I I see is that you've gotten on a plane to get there and 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 they're getting lost in the occasion that's what I was looking for the occasion and I remember speaking about this with the I think it was Kane Lamont or Reese Carter last year yeah yeah with their results Kane I I was talking with you about that on on the on the live broadcast you know like I did some work with Reese you know weekly in New Zealand and from what I saw, you know, he was every bit as, as good enough to run definitely in the top five and probably around that podium area, but just that transition to making it happen on race day in a foreign country, um, there's a there's something there that Kiwis it's in our culture currently. And we've got to we've got to delve into what that is and, and work that out. Because if we don't it will, we'll, we won't succeed again. I am absolutely positive that I've, I've after my experience of my own son, mm. it's it, it really highlights it. Yep. Yeah, I think you've been quite vocal about the New Zealand Supercross as well. That that needs to happen yeah. for the next generation. And sure, I agree. I think that exposure right. to that caliber of rider and event is a necessity. Yeah. Um, let's get too far off topic with the Yamaha launch day. But how do you? I mean, I'm a parent myself now. Um, yeah. How do you how do you deal with Levi racing and was it something you guys wanted to pursue or? Well, first of all, I enjoy it. You know, like uh, that, that's first and foremost because, you know, I wa- my dad wasn't a ex racer. You know, he was he's just a builder and, and or not just a builder, he's a builder. Yeah, he was a builder yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, and so I just enjoyed racing for what it is, and it was all driven by by me. Mm-hmm. You know, because I just loved it and I wanted to go further and further and, you know, just always, they just backed me to do it and made it happen any which way they could. I don't know, probably, you know, half the story of how they made it happen, but with Levi, it's it's, it's very, or and Jagger, I shouldn't discount him, but he's just a bit younger, um, just going on to a 65, but for them it's very different, you know, and I want them to still enjoy racing and I truly will not... Um, be that that crazy sort of dad, but yeah. at the same at the same point, I realise what it takes to be a professional. And Levi's already starting to mention, you know, like you know, he's got aspirations, and uh, it's early to say that because I remember I probably wasn't until maybe 11, 12 that I said I was starting to say that, but. Mine probably with the catalyst for me was I went to America to do a one-off event, and that was the catalyst for me. But I guess in this day and age, the world's so small, and they see so much stuff so easily through social media. But what I'm, what I'm getting to is that I'm not going to push them to be racers. But if they want to do that, then 
I'll be very strict because I'm not going to put the time and resources and energy into what it would take to be a professional because it's done right yeah there's no point I don't see any point in doing it in this day and age to to try and achieve being a professional if you're not going to do it right Mm. it's um and I I've it doesn't matter that he's my son. He, um, you know, he gets some advantages. Of, there's no doubt about it. But there's probably some negative to, negatives to it. But he's got to do it on his own merit. Because if he can't do it on his own merit, then then that's it's not. He's not going to be able to to take those necessary steps. So it needs to be driven from them. And if if he just wants to go trail riding and just casually ride, I have no issue with that as well. Because I've spent enough time at races, <laughs> yeah. but I'm more than I. I truly do love it, but there's a clear line in the sand for me. There's no in between. It's you're either in or you're out. You're in and you're out, yeah. and that probably is gonna in a podcast will come across strange, but no, I, I think coming from your understanding of the sport and you know what it takes, like you said, it's it's hard maybe for Levi to follow in those footsteps, but at the same time. Um, if he wants to go to that level, you know yeah. how to achieve that. And yeah, I certainly do. And it's, I think for me, it's like he needs to, he needs to, or both of them. I always sort of discount Jag, but he's obviously still really young. But they need to do it on their own merits, and uh, and it needs to be driven from them, you know. And I always talk to him like the the way I explain it to him is you got to ride to your potential, you know. And and that's why going back to that column thing. Uh, it's like to give you an example of that so how so how I analyze it and how I feel I'm quite accurate is he came in from practice and I said to him mate you're your miles off I actually said to all the Kiwi boys you guys rode you were just one point there was around. the three of them in the top three yeah they? yeah Kiwi and guys. I said to Levi you can go I believe 10 seconds a lap faster and he didn't ride to his full potential still, and he went eight, eight seconds a lap faster. And so it gives you an idea of when he had I... had a few crashes in the second moto, didn't he, I think? He yeah, went through. down on the first lap. That's right. Yeah. Um, well, it's going to be interesting to see his progress. Um, yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's challenging. It's no, it, it's no easier being me than it is, you know, a builder's son. Any other parent, no, yeah. it's no different because at the end of the day, they have to go through the same progress and, and experience that any other. I can stand there until I'm low on my face and tell him you need to stand over that bump and stand over that bump, but if he's not willing to do it, I can't make him do it. So Does he know who Dad was yet? Does he uh, have that awareness? I think with YouTube now, they Start do. To figure it out. But not, not as a... Not entirely, but I mean, you always you want to be dad. Yeah, exactly. Foremost, yeah. Right? But yeah. I just yeah, it's uh, like I said, since I've had a son, it it, it, it intrigues me a little bit more. Yeah, to think about um, it's a fun experience. I love the I love the uh, going through the experience of them and seeing them overcome challenges and 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 have the setting like we always set little goals, you know, on the way to the track where he writes them down usually and and. Um, and it's really cool to see him with a smile, or, or your ch- any of your children, especially in the sport that you're from, because it, you know, it's, it's I guess it gives you a lot of satisfaction. I guess, so, yeah. Um, finishing up, mate. Uh, 2020 450. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Yeah, I'm loving it. I haven't. So I've been on the Yamaha seven months, and 
I haven't spent a lot of time on the motocross version. Uh, I spent a lot of time on the WR and then the FX because that's what I use for my business. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm loving it. It's. Uh, I think for me, the biggest thing is that it's in this day and age, it's a complete motorcycle. I, I always uh, found that you know stock because I because I refer a lot of the times to the to the bikes that obviously I've set up as a pro. These bikes now are really they are a pretty amazing bike out of a, a production unit out of a crate. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's impressive. Um, it's been a really cool experience here with Yamaha doing all those little subtle tweaks to make each rider comfortable and they know you know just little pieces about the sag rate and, and different areas that can uh, yeah so as a whole i love the bike yeah it's a, it's a great step forward it's going to be interesting to um you know to for people for the public to ride it and, and yeah. feel those you know improvements all right mate thanks for your time always a pleasure and uh, yeah, good to see you over here cheers